We're gonna have a free. Uh, I was gonna say a free zone. <laughs> free We're gonna ignore that. Free of you. Free of you. Before you fight him. I meant. Oh God. All right. <laughs> You're not winning any badges as of now. You're actually on the losing Ooh, side. Not only your Eurobar side. So. <laughs> Do you know what? This man had to so go. I'm just gonna turn your mic off. He can't handle the truth. No, you know what? I'll just say it, and now the mics will pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what time is it? The time is nine ten. Fuck it, pause up. Yeah. The man is in a tangle. <coughs> Alright, I was looking for something. My phone charger. Alright. Listen, listen, this is not how this all, okay, this is how this organized. No, no, it normally is. No, it's okay. Us ADHD people, we've got to stick together. Exactly. <laughs> when did you get your diagnosis? Uh, when I needed it for my dissertation. Wow, it's pretty late in the game. Because I always, no, I always knew I had it. I just never was bothered to go do it, as you can imagine. Mm. ADHD, no, no, I'm not, I'm not patient enough to go find out. Mm-mm-mm. But when it started getting peak and I needed an the stress, yeah, definitely. No, it's usually something that happens that make you go and seek out help, as opposed to just going to seek out help. Also, I needed to piss my mom off. I mean, you're also left-handed, so... She, she doesn't She doesn't believe in, like, things like that. Oh, yeah, I've and had so conversations I, I showed her this, the certificate, and I was like, don't even try it. I told her I apologise for everything, oh. all the trouble, and I was just like, you were, you, had, you were not doing trouble because you were you had ADHD. You're doing it because you were an asshole. Yeah. Do you know what's crazy, though? Especially when it comes wow. to black people, ADHD always gets, um, what's it, misinterpreted for something else yeah if you were to go to like a prison and do a test of of people and you would find out that majority of the black prison population yeah have adhd yeah yeah was it school prison pipeline kind of thing yeah yeah i I worked in a proof uh, people referral unit. Okay, yeah, so 100%, 100% you must have seen it firsthand. I've seen them all. And the thing is, when you get a chance, when you sit down with a student and you connect with them... They're fine. They love you. you they're, they're okay. That's why I'd love to do that again. <coughs> it's just, there's so much diplomacy. Yeah. There's so many rules. In what way? As in, there are so many things you can't do. They do, Like, the school itself won't let you do it because mm. you're giving the students too much freedom. And I'm like, no... But keeping them in this system is making them feel like prisoners. A hundred percent. So the school is already designed like a prison. You might as well give them some leeway. Like yeah. I used to take them to Tesco. Like I used to take the one well-behaved girl and I'd be like, let's go to Tesco. Yeah. Donuts. They'll be like, yeah, I love you, Natty. <laughs> no, that's the thing. You need to get <laughs> a like, Yeah, I am the one. <laughs> and then I'll come back and then get in trouble by the head that's teachers. Ridiculous. Like, you don't think having something like that, a positive, like a reward for good behavior is going to be a positive impact towards that child moving forward? No, because they want to do it like so they want to no, do it in a room those kids are like just dickheads <laughs> not in a, cause I know, no because i know no yes 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 that's why but no i know because I, I know when i was a kid i would love nancy because i would have been like oh i get to, to fuck to with fair. this lady me too and then i would be so nice. oh no not fuck with her no no, no. no like get just take a, no no take i know take advantage because i'm not an idiot i know when they're doing it mm. but then it's also like let the, letting them know, like, I know the game you're playing yeah, yeah, because yeah. you're a child. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm an adult. You're, I'm I, an, see you. I see you. <laughs> you know? It's because you know no. those games that they play. I don't know. That was just... Is anybody chewing gum? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Why? Oh, you can hear us. Well, productions. I mean, I think I'm, I'm tired of people disturbing me about my... Oh, my God, your, your production is so... Strong. I won't chew. Now, give me the gum. <laughs> 
were talking about school and now yeah. we're back in the schooling mode. You know, it's funny because like Nancy's so a teacher. This is, this is <laughs> Do you know what? There was a lot of bass in your voice. Okay, and a lot of authority in your in your positioning. Okay, I don't respond well to. Yeah, I know because I was a girlfriend. We're really organized, I swear. <laughs> I'm really enjoying this. I can't wait for the actual Would record button to be fair. Like we have been recording for time. Uh, why not? Do you know what? I'm your class tomorrow. But I think I'm going to fill up my water bottle quickly as well. Do mm. you want me to fill yours up? Have you got Thank you, Angel. Mm, yeah. A water bottle. That's going round and I need something first. Yeah, same. Actually. Ignore how fussy the question is. Hang on a second, because I, I can rinse those too if I need to. Mm-mm. I'm sure you've heard this all before. No, 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 my, sure my, my name is already filled. Yeah, 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 You're a roadman. Six <laughs> one. Uh, intellectual roadman. Oh God, please never don't use that. I'm changing my my name now to intellectual roadman. Do you know what? I w- does this guy I met? This is because he reminds <sighs> me so much of you. Just he, your mannerism is exactly like his, but his Instagram is fashion roadman. Because he does all <laughs> about fashion, and then he he's got like a YouTube videos, a YouTube channel as well. But his mannerisms are so you. You're the same people. So the minute you said intellectual roadman, I was like, oh my god, they're exactly the same person. Girl, when are you gonna replace your phone? <laughs> when I can afford a thousand pounds on a phone. Why would you spend a thousand pounds on a phone? Because I don't do contracts. Oh, uh, Black Friday is next. Me neither. Exactly, I'm waiting for Black Friday. Also, I'm waiting for until I get to America, maybe, and then I'll buy it there. When are you going to America? Uh, January 14th. Oh, it's going to be frosty. Like, New York I'm is... going to New York, mm, Los Angeles. Oh, okay, that's nice. Wait, how come LA instead of New because York? Because I go anywhere in the Are United you going to go States? see Erica Badu? Yes, no. What? <laughs> I mean, she does say some problematic shit. I don't know. Listen, listen, okay, listen. All right, the word problematic has to be left in 2019. Yeah, me too. I agree. The word problematic is okay. Problematic. Some whack shit. How about that? Yes. She, says, she says some whack shit yeah. time to time, uh, quite a lot of the time. What did she say recently? Oh, uh, she 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 said something that people with souls think about every human being, which is, uh, Kelly. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She says whack shit. Oh, I remember that, but it was. I don't think everybody. I think everybody hyped it up to what it wasn't. Yeah, but you know how I am. I don't listen to. I I listen more to her intent than what she said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I her, know what she her was. intent was like, oh, he's a soul like all of us. Yeah, everybody, but he did, she didn't you know. say. She didn't say that we should forgive him. She just said that whatever's coming to him will come to him. But that's that's that's. She was basically saying, leave it to. The world, leave it to the universe. Leave yeah, it, leave, just leave it to everyone. Yeah, else. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, it it will happen. But like, the judicial suspect, system should also help. This, con- this, this society is so cancel culture. Canceled. You say something wrong, you're canceled. Yeah, canceled. I hate also also the, the, ju- the, the judicial system is there as a front because the judicial system only punishes the people who don't have power. Exactly. Mm. So R. Kelly is only being punished. I'm. Come on. He, Only now. What's his, That's the thing. This is the thing that people don't understand. Everybody's happy that something happened to him. Nothing has happened to him. Nothing. You understand. He's... Mm. R. Kelly raped women underage. No, didn't... Okay. It's rape if you're underage. R. Kelly had sex with so many minors. Mm-hmm. Did raped, all that shit. Raped children. Raped, yeah, <laughs> raped children. Did all that fucked up shit, right? How... What did he... What was his punishment? Like, a couple years in prison. Get out on good behavior. Go chill with his billionaire friends somewhere and perform. 
bro. Oh, you people are like, oh, we're gonna cancel the. People are like, stop streaming R. Kelly's oh, music. Yes, please. Stop streaming R. Kelly's music. You're giving him money. Guess what? There's a Saudi billionaire whose daughter likes bump and grind, and on her birthday, 16th, the dad is gonna fly R. Kelly out first class to fucking yeah. Dubai. Yeah. Yeah. And he will That's pay so him like five million. How much is a stream? Exactly. Like all the all of us are talking streams. 96. Fam, he will pay him enough to cover his streams for the next 10 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then what? Then yeah. he will go to he will go to African dictators like daughter's, daughter's wedding. wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He will go to this other billionaire. Come on. But that yeah, doesn't yeah. mean he still needs to be supported by us though. No, no, I don't mm-hmm. think we should be support. I just feel like the we, we're not doing anything. Yeah. I just feel like I mean, we're, we're wasting our time. We're not doing anything. We're he's still he's a wealthy man. Is he? Prisoners. I think he's still in. Did you have you ever seen um, what's that Pablo Escobar's show? Narcos. Narcos. No. I'm just season one. Mm. Alright. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So in Narcos, right? Yeah. If you see Pablo Escobar's prison, it was he oh. built it. Just like Vibes Cartel, wherever that's he's at I mean. at the oh. moment, and that's why he can still record. He's got oh. money. He's oh, fine. do you know what I watched for the first time? Um, The Wolf of Wall Street. Oh yeah. Amazing. And you know, where, at the end, where it shows like his prison. Yeah. And then it's like based on a true story. All yeah. of that. What? So yeah. there's actually prisons like that out yeah, there. Yeah. If you've got enough money. Why do you think Vibes is still pumping out the biggest tunes? He's probably got recording studio. Yeah. And they're recording studio. Vacation rights is with the producers. Yeah, that's why. Like he just does. He's fine. That is why. These people don't. Don't make it too strong. No, 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 really. That's why I got the Red Bull. I mean, Red Bull is not really. Red Bull's for Jaeger. I don't really like drinking coffee okay. past like noon. I'm gonna taste that Ray boy. <laughs> I tried my best. I'm a former bartender. Don't worry. Are you really? I mean, I can still make drinks. Um, but yeah, uh, why were we talking about R. Kelly? Just because R. Kelly always comes <laughs> off. Oh, it's a cancelled, cancelled culture. So from that reaction, you like Ray and Nephew, so I already know. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Our Inner, our inner Voices. Yes, Welcome to another episode of Our Inner Voices. I am your host, Mr. Inner Voices, a.k.a. Noah Adelie, and... A.k.a. Intellectual. Intellectual Guy. Roadman. Why are you entertaining him? <laughs> That's, that's, I'm gonna change. It was meant to be um, Mr. What was the other one? Cuddly Bear. We ca- Wait, where wow. does Cuddly Bear come mm-hmm. from? Mm-hmm. Wait, I want need to hear the backstory I'll, for this no, one. Oh, there's never a backstory. I was just sitting there in the office and okay. I was like, you know what? I'm a Cuddly Bear. So okay, like, okay. And he put and it as a poll and in, everybody was Instagram like, Instagram shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> they shut no, it down. let you shine. <laughs> the, the options were like, the options were like, um, yeah, that's a sick name. Or bro, can you just behave for once? <laughs> <laughs> it was ninety-five percent. Can you just behave for once? So I was oh, like, that's... you know, because you know you. <laughs> but I, with me today is a free, a free, lovely, beautiful young woman. Um, the beautiful is question. Of, I'm joking. I'm joking. It's a See? joke. See? We just this started. It's a joke. This is your host. This one. This one. I'm so sorry. It's just like you know. No, it's not. So I'm gonna start from Eva. Hi. A friend of the show. And also the reason why he hasn't failed yet. This is true. Mm. This is true. Hi, Eva. Still do my master's in part-time because, you know, this place is eternity mm. and whatever. And I'm doing well. So it's you. Um, no, Nancy you have to introduce me. Yeah, from Nancy, from one of our most popular episodes. I really? Can't what it's called. Oh, well, I forget it that. It was Sahela, Cedric, and Nancy. Oh, that was a sick episode. And when I tell you, I've never gotten. I knew it was so good because it was two parts. 
and it's like 45 minutes each my little cousins they don't listen to anything except trap mm-hmm. they were sat in the living room listening to it because cedric was so funny and they hated Sahela so much i love you Sahela. But <laughs> they, they, they were like oh my god that girl's opinions are so pc like political but cedric was just like man i don't even give a fuck bill clinton the best press and i was like fuck that was so they loved it um so yeah uh-huh. nancy hi um according to my psoas uh card i'm still a student here but i have finished i have had it in my dissertation so right now i am trying to figure myself out in the world and but i'm still dangling in psoas apparently why apparently you're here I mean, physically, yeah, uh, physically, yeah, today. But like, loads of people just say, "Oh, I saw you the other day." I'm like, "No, I really wasn't here." You saw my mask. You <laughs> saw. Maybe you wanted to see me, and I just manifested. But You're I just here supporting causes. I mean, <laughs> I'm just here. You're in the because I'm, I'm, I've got big plans with Soas. Nice. Yeah. And thank you very much, Ali. And last but not least. We have a new starter. Hello. This is her first time. Yes. And uh, Anika. Hello, hello. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself to the people? Um, all five of them. What should I know for real? Hello, all <laughs> five of you. Nice to meet you. I am studying at SOAS. I'm a 24-year-old second-year student, mature student, studying IR and development studies in this space they call SOAS. Thank you very much. You're so welcome. Uh, you're also the president of the co co-president, co-president <laughs> of the Art and Mind Society. Art and an African Mind Society. Yes. I actually got that close. So I never close. Uh, so very you, you close. You missed a big part, I but <laughs> <laughs> you tried there. <laughs> All right, and um, so as you guys know, these episodes, um, the level of planning depends on how much trouble we can get in if we don't plan it. <laughs> so today we can't get in that much trouble, so it's not planned. Did you? This is just a long-winded excuse to say that you haven't done any work. Well, no, I have actually. <laughs> listen, I have three sides worth of paper. Right. Okay. I, All right. To be fair, to be fair to Noah, he did meet with me last week to make sure he came up with some sort of plan. Like he seemed very organized in that. To be sense. fair to Noah, you me see. and Noah were supposed to have a podcast um, oh. meeting two weeks ago, okay. which was then <laughs> delegated to yesterday, okay. which then never happened. So I'm not too sure about... This is the meeting. Right. <laughs> this is we're all here the now. The thing is, Nancy doesn't understand that I operate on a very strong force, which is when it's right, it will happen. <laughs> also known oh, as, like I do things exactly. out of way. Yeah, she like that. That's the best way to get out of this. When it happens, it will be. Tell that to your boss at work. Yeah, wow. I came in because this was when we were meant yeah, to meet. Like spiritually, right. you just felt and, right and to be here. And, and your, your boss would be like, and you got fired because this is where we were meant to be. <laughs> 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 All right, so yeah. today, um, when I spoke to Anika last week, um, the preliminary idea we came up with was something along the lines of decolonizing the curriculum. Okay. I use the word decolonizing because SOAS loves Love decolonizing. It. Right. So first of all, can somebody just tell us what decolonizing means? For those who are too lazy to pick up a dictionary. Alright, you guys that still don't know what decolonizing is. Colonizing, not do that. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> that's it. That's the best definition. Yeah. Um, Alright, so thing is, right, um, your third year. Nope. First year. Nope. Try again. Second year. That's wow! <laughs> 
And the, the two of you lovely ladies, you have, um, you're doing your masters right now. Nancy's finished. Mm-hmm. I'm finished. Mm-hmm. I would just like to start with how did you how did you guys find the curriculum at SOAS when you first started? Shit. Caucasian. Except unnecessary. Unnecessary. Mm. Why unnecessary? There was a lot of. Um, scholars that were added in that were not really relevant to the topic at hand i think uh, that especially with my course which i will not say oh shout out to my course and everybody who attended it but i'm sorry the lecturing was less than poor mediocre Mm, mediocre is too kind but i'm um, still here so i'm gonna say mediocre Mm, please be kind of my grace okay so let me be a, let me be an advocate for a sec. Um, what was so bad about it? Pe- a lot of people put in hours, I'm sure, yeah, months into coming up with this curriculum because mm. they felt that would best um, mm. represent what we were studying. So, for example, Nancy, you did African studies. No, I didn't. <laughs> what did you study? Try again. <laughs> I'm not even meant to know that, so I don't even remember what I did for undergrad. So. I studied. The study. She's even have to. She's thinking about it. No, because so I don't know no, how much I want to implicate no, myself. That, no, that makes sense. You studied at something to do with Africa. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I studied a lot of Afrocentric courses. Okay. Like, uh, basically, my course focused on um, understanding why people do certain things, why countries are run the way they are, and mm. uh, so on. So you're looking at different aspects of society, such as culture nationalism sexism uh, racism and everything else oh, see that sounds so interesting that's why i did it ah like fish but then Bitter. so between the between the person you were when you were looking at the the, the prospectus online mm. and the person you were after week after like a second month for me it was after the um the introductory events they did um. when they came in and they talked about you know what you'd be studying for the year and i remember for international relations um Ooh. the the head of the department then who's not actually the head anymore he was talking about how proud they are of kind of the diversity they have in the department and i remember saying to my friend but there's no black people there so what kind of diversity are you talking about how can you be proud but there's no reflection of me in international relations, you know? It's a buzzword. I mean, definitely. And then in terms of just the way they teach the curriculum, I think SOAS likes to pat themselves on the back a lot. But actually, what they pat themselves on the back for, you don't see in practice. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Very so, much so. Okay, so why is it important to have black teachers? teaching african courses <laughs> okay just i wouldn't even say just in terms of like african courses i would say just in terms of why is it important to have black teachers the the in african courses is just another argument all in its own <laughs> do you have time it's important to have black sh- teachers and academics because it's important to be able to see where you can progress to when you're in education there is nothing the kind of psychological upset it can cause when you come into an institution because you're trying to better yourself 
because that's what they tell you you have to do to better yourself yeah. to go into mm-hmm. higher education you know i was working and then i decided okay now i need to progress myself further it's time to go back into education mm-hmm. when you don't see anyone that looks like you it's then hard to see where you can progress to you know okay. if you don't see yourself reflected in the place you are then you start to question your place where you are at does that make sense yeah i, feel, I get that and i feel like the conversation of why it's important to have a black teacher teaching African studies. I mean, I don't. I feel that's just a very obvious. I'll just say that if you look at the African department in SOAS, you'll get it. Because when you're teaching African students about Africa, you're not just teaching about Africa. You're 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 talking about their experience as an African. Mm. You're talking about the way they navigate in the world or their history, and even in terms of like development, where they they did. Um, a topic on kind of the great divergence which is basically when europe suddenly became really uh rich and powerful and the rest of the world suddenly wasn't and it was kind of like well hang on a second there's context that's needed there and the way they teach it it's just it lacks empathy i think for the people who were sitting in the room and and the emotional ties they may have to those subjects okay and i like what you say about empathy like because what you've said before about how it's important to see people who look who look like you in important positions, especially in positions in inspiring and motivating, mm-hmm. right? When um when you say empathy, like Nancy, I'll throw this to you. In terms of empathy, right? Did you feel any at all from your white teachers? Like let's say because I'm sure not all of them didn't like were bad. Okay, for for first of all, this is a disclaimer. I'm not saying that, you know, Caucasian lecturers have no right to touch subjects that they're not mm. um, ethnically attached to. That's not what I'm saying. But there is empathy. When it comes to empathy, there is a specific experience that you don't get because you're not from that part of the world. Like, as much as I know and I've studied about um, Japanese history, I would never feel comfortable to go to a class full of Japanese people and say, well, this is what happened at this time in history and this Mm. is what happened. Like, it just doesn't... Because there is a whole other issue that comes into it that's culturally aligned to something that I've never experienced. So I I don't feel like... I'd ever have this empathy, and that's what's happened to, um, to the um, to the curriculum and to the lecturers here. It's just they're teaching it because it's very black and white. It's very this is what happened, and this is why it happened, and this is what. But not knowing that there are people who are silenced, which is the common people who are silenced. And the common people being us, for example, mm. our grandparents, our great grandparents, who have passed on these stories about what happened at that particular moment in time in history, that doesn't get reflected in the readings of said lecturer or said researcher who went there in the sixties and mm. talked to a few people and wrote their book. It's not reflected because there is a a real mm, emotional tie, and I don't want to say it to sound like it's. That everybody, we should all get emotional. If but it's there's also a degree in which certain things should be taught because there are some emotional ties to certain events, especially if they're violent. Mm, definitely. So, yeah. 
and there's a lot of violence in 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 the African story. No, there's a lot of violence in the European the European portion of the African story. Yes. Yes, yeah. a better way to yeah. put it. Yes. Definitely. And it's it's, it's it's quite interesting how despite like there's a lot of claims like we're trying to you know, we're trying to give back to you guys. We're trying to uh we're trying to as they say decolonize what we've done, you know, all the fuck shit we've done. Um but yet they won't present you with the scholars the lecturers mm-hmm. the, the minds from your country even though they know not from your country from your part of the world even though they know that the only reason their works are so dominant is because they've spread those works into other people's minds over centuries you know mm-hmm. and it's, it's it's i think it's something that i, I did notice as well here which kind of made me a bit a bit more like apprehensive to maybe show up to th- no, that's a lie I didn't show up because I just didn't <laughs> you didn't try you didn't try <laughs> but it, no like it is it's very interesting because okay so for instance um, Onika I remember you were talking to me about <laughs> I love that as soon as you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah I'm ready I remember you were talking to me about uh, this um, initiative that initiative that your society is uh, is doing yeah which is um uh, one second. My reading list is black. My reading, my reading list is black. My reading my list tutors is blue. black. <laughs> and now give it. Yeah, sorry. Wow. Well, yes. Could you talk? Was that just a little freestyle on the yeah, mic? Was, was that a little something, something yeah. for us? It's, record, it's recorded. <laughs> it, it came Ooh. from. Mm-hmm. Oh God, was it Nas? My president is black. No, no. Jay Z. Jay Z. That's oh, it. Young Jeezy. Jay Z. That's it. <laughs> Sorry, what was the question? <laughs> Can you tell us a bit about your initiative? Yes. So the My Reading List is Black came from conversations with um, SOAS students just on how white reading lists really are at this university. Um, the kind of whole decolonizing frame that SOAS will say, where they will probably argue that they do have black scholars come in kind of very particular forms it's either um it's either when it's on topics around post-coloniality or decoloniality or when it's on kind of gender issues or even when it's on regional issues and another thing is a lot of the time when it comes to black scholars they are put on the recommended reading as opposed to the required reading um so i know for me when i started last year and I chose a lot of my essays that were kind of framed around race, I had to go above and beyond to actually find the sources of information I wanted to get for my essays, Mm. which, you know, it just means you're doing extra work. And most students are not doing that. (laughs) I mean, I think think if you really... I think for black students, they are, actually. I would say, I think for a lot of black students, especially because they already know what they want to say, they just want to know how to phrase it better as opposed to listening to the lecture and trying to kind of write down verbatim what was said um but that's a general statement i don't know if that's the case i know for me that's what it was so the thoughts behind the reading list was really we want to create a space where students don't have to do all that hard work themselves we feel like as students we have a lot of resources between us that we can share with one another we want it to become something that it's it's not hard work it should be just as easy to kind of access readings that can help you on your essays on this alternative reading list then as it is to access something as you would go into soas moodle and to find what things the lecturers are giving you to read 
And and what do you like? What do you hope to achieve? With like, obviously, it's an obvious, it's, a, it's an obvious question, but like, I would like you to say it. Like, what do you guys hope to achieve? I mean, I think this my reading list is black campaign is is a lot bigger than me, and I've definitely kind of pulled resources and help from lots of different people but if I was gonna say how I visioned it when I first kind of thought of it I would say it was more something where it's kind of like an online library where you can type in an essay question or you can type in a theme depending on your essay question and you will have a list of resources telling you from kind of most recommended you know what's going to help you the most to kind of least where you can click you can see the keywords and you can say oh my gosh this leads in perfectly to this point i'm trying to make here um and i'd love to see this across disciplines whether from the development to the law department to the economics i would love to see it something that continues past when i'm an alumni to something that's always added to because there's always kind of fresh writings coming out from black from from black writers and something just kind of stands the test of time that will support black students in 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 writing their essays and making it easier for them to write damn okay we're trying we're trying we're trying even like what do you what do you think about this concept do you think especially at a place like soas do you think this is something that could uh, that has the potential to work i think it's not that it has it has the potential to work but it's also because it's absolutely necessary like academia in general is already eurocentric as its structure as is so the fact that we have to because even when you start um as a university from the minute you like learn like history geography just social sciences in general like you're already given this kind of narrative you don't really question until you mm. basically are in university where like you're doing mo- more about it in depth and you realize like hang on some things don't really click like having been forced to learn about john locke hobbes rousseau i'm just thinking like this is a little bit sideways and then once you really get it like you understand like oh like you understand like how those ideas came about like um because we're forced to have these um eurocentric scholars you learn more about like the euros the european structure of like education so like from the alignment from like it's very genesis like Mm. how it has become now and like why and almost how they view um anyone who is different and like that sort of like even the beginning of pseudosciences um the justification of like monoculture um the justifications of slavery like you and you saw you start understand all these justifications but because but you almost see that as just it was almost justified as fact if you're not able to see different perspectives so like if you're not able to read people like walter rodney if you're not able to read people like um who's the one who did this subaltern yeah um if you're not able to like basically um be exposed to like all alternative writings of mm. people who actually suffered yeah. mm. from such um ideal from from such ideas sourced from the enlightenment then you're gonna live that way it's almost it's why like our politicians are the way they are the banks are structured the way they are like it's necessary to have like this other way of seeing this other way mm. of reading can i just sorry can i just add something as well because it's something that really confuses me so one of the things soas likes to decolonize its curriculum as well is it still teaches those like Locke and those hobbs and whatnot but instead of just teaching them it's like okay now we're gonna critique them and to me 
even teaching them is continuing those legacies. Like, why should we have to critique them? Why not just leave them off the curriculum altogether? Who says they're important? Just because once upon a time, I don't know, maybe this is just me, in the Enlightenment period happened and it's so important to know about that in order to critique it. Well, I feel like the way you forget something, you truly move on from something, is to not give it your power anymore. Let's stop teaching these old white dead guys and keeping them alive in today's academic um, scene. You know, let's move on. There's so many new and interesting kind of ideas coming out. Why do we have to keep going back to those same boring people? The only old white dead guy that I want to keep alive is Shakespeare. Big up to Shakespeare. No, no, okay, okay. Listen, Shakespeare, I mean, some of his plays, you read them and you're like, you knew. Alright, guys. Um, Yes, Shakespeare is awesome. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, this is the end of uh, part one. The second half of the episode will continue in the next episode. Uh, So just click below or above however it appears. But before we go, uh, I'd like to tease you guys with a bit of music. You're probably familiar with the duo BD and Flex by now. We've played their songs in a few podcast episodes in the past. But who you're not familiar with is the super producer Ebrima. Um, so I managed to I managed to steal something that they were working on. Uh, don't worry, I got the permission for this. But I managed to sneak something they were working on. And so I'm finished. I just want to show you some talent levels. Let's go. By the way, it's called Fuck Love. Occupying your time, so I give you that good loving. loving. Yeah, I give you that good loving. Don't hit my line, don't hit my line. Ain't got no patience. Got she got the vibe. We got the vibe. We elevate. Jump in the ride. Yeah, you know we skate. I fuck this love. This I'm love. in this situation. situation. Fuck love. A nigga moving cold in these streets. I got one, but bitches they be calling on me. One and all my life she calling on me And you fucked up like you didn't even owe it to me
Yes, guys. So that was Fuck Love. And uh, I'll see you on the other side for part two. Peace out. <laughs>